Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Let me tell you how it will be. One for you, 19 for me, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name is Marcus Bella. Jim Campbell's here. Hello. And the tax man himself, Pete Donaldson. Tax man! Gentlemen, good to have you with us. It's the Football Ramble. Ah. <laughs> Jimbo. Hello. Good to see you. <laughs> Bit of decorum there from yeah. Jim Campbell. Pulling you right back down to earth. And as he should. As he should. Yeah, I thought mm. you were going to croak for a while there, I felt, <laughs> if I didn't step in. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. How have you been, Marcus? Oh, I'm cracking, mate. Uh, you? Marcus, uh, let, to let you uh, through the Ramble curtain once again. Uh, which basically once again. doesn't exist anymore. No, it's in tatters. <laughs> It's like the old curtains you get at school. They're really long and really big on the big old French windows. Carry on. Um, uh, Marcus brought some chocolate. He did. Mm. So I just want to thank Marcus publicly on the podcast. It was lovely. I've already eaten all of mine. Like an absolute disgrace. <laughs> like, a, like a legend. <laughs> I ate half mine because then I remember that it's got caffeine in it. I don't sleep recently. I've not been sleeping recently. No. Because of the things I've done. Yeah, well, hopefully, this will, put, hopefully this will put you to sleep, <laughs> as it will do most <laughs> of the listeners, perhaps. <laughs> David De Gea was recorded throwing an item of shopping into his trolley when he was out doing a big shop. I think it was a big shop. The trolley looked rather full. It was. Mm. He was definitely in a big shop. Right, OK. Uh, it was probably a decent supermarket as well. What yeah. was the item? It was it was washing powder, and he flung it from absolutely miles away. If he'd have missed, mm. that would have been him for the rest of the night scooping up with his big hands bioenzymes off the floor. It wouldn't terrible. Have been, would it? 
It, it just, he just walked on. He just yeah, would have walked on, wouldn't he? Uh, just gone on. But when you're the best, you could do it. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's a foolhardy move, though, because like washing powder, a box of washing powder is pretty heavy duty. It's pretty heavy duty until it catches a corner and it splits, and then you've got. And it's not as if you can just put it in your um, in your trolley and just keep on going, because then you've no. got like a line, haven't you? You've got you, like yeah. a, a telltale trail. But you yeah. guys, we, we're approaching this from our mere mortal angle. Mm. When you're David De Gea. You can you can do that. You You're are just confident. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. It was like that advert many years ago um, where the guy said Muhammad Ali was my brother and he used to practice. I don't know if it was just for the advert's sake or it was real. And he would he would have a... Uh, it was a big... Paul Ali. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was Alan Ali. Stephen Clare. <laughs> <laughs> and he would have a, he'd have a big old uh, st- a, a rock behind his back and right. he'd chuck it at his brother from close range and obviously he would, he would uh, practice his reflexes. Wow. If you get hit by one of them, you're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're good, when you believe in yourself, when you need to practice like that, then... You're uh, chucking washing powder all over them. Do you know what I mean? I, mean yeah. I guess United fans should take heart from that because obviously he's so so confident at the moment. He's yeah. doing stro- like throws with well shopping items. Heart wouldn't do that. No, <laughs> it wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, if you could take someone from the world of football for a big shop, who would it be, Jim? It would quite simply be Harry Redknapp. Because um, he's going to know how to get you a deal, isn't he? <laughs> he's he's going to make He'd it. He'd be good at haggling, wouldn't he? Yeah. He would. But it'd be really embarrassing because he'd be at the meat counter and he'd be trying to barter <laughs> and haggle. And you'd be like, Harry, it's, it's a shop. It costs what it costs. He'd be like, no, 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 no. This guy's all right. Let me talk to him. Let me talk to him. <laughs> and you'd be really embarrassed. And you'd go off and get little bits, like, I don't know, like salt and pepper, just, you know, everyday, everyday things that you need. And you'd come back thinking, has he stopped now? And he's like, has he stopped? Oh, no, he's. he's He's got he's got some money off that. He's got yeah. some money off yeah. that steak. He's he's well done, Harry. He's I'm, I'm bought you. He's now got Big Sam involved in the deal. He sort of went, he sort of went listen, listen, son, look at his tendons. They're ruined. I'll take him off your hands for half price, all right? Yeah. Exactly, he would. He'd convince, he'd convince the supermarket that they got a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> and he'd go around getting two-for-ones on things that aren't even the same thing and yeah. weren't previously on a two-for-one deal. Barry, he wouldn't use the checkout, though, because he don't like computers. No. Barry Fry would just... self-service checkout. Barry Fry would just uh, buy everything in the meat, everything. Everything in the meat counter. I reckon so. But Redknapp, though, he, he wouldn't get away with that in Waitrose. No, absolutely He not. would be okay in Asda. He, Asda, Morrison's... Tesco sort of for a little bit. Tesco, no. I think Tes- no. Tesco would be his realm. I think he'd be think? very yeah. happy in there. Yeah, oh, they, would, right. they would not see him coming. He'd flourish in Lidl. He'd have, a, he'd have a lovely little time. He would do. Or lovely say. little time. Indeed, yeah. But then but then, if he was being a bit too naughty and the security came to take him away, he'd be like, oh, well, you, you can't frog march me out him and he's gone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> frog gravities. You'd, you'd make money out of it. You would make money out of your big shop if you went with Harry Redknapp. True enough. I mean, what I would say is that Newcastle United's purchases over the last ten years have kind of been Lidl-esque, haven't they? Cheap they? foreign imports. Are you doing okay at the minute? Yeah, Peter, okay who, at the minute. who would you go for a big shop with? I would go for Rafa. a big shop with... No, Ronaldinho. Right. Because we'd be in the self-service uh, line, <laughs> and I'd be like getting, I'd be trying to steal things. And uh, Jim, can you imagine and, Pete and Ronaldinho going around a suit? And Ronaldinho, and Ronald, I'll just say Ronaldinho. Just vodka bottles. Ronaldinho, do some keepy uppies, distract everyone while I try and pretend this uh, bottle of Hennessy is a turnip <laughs> as I'm going through the, the, the checkout. Awesome. <laughs> I feel that the checkouts are maybe more sophisticated than you realise. Uh, yeah. I think the barcode mm. would, would give away that, in fact, it's not a turnip. Nah. Yeah. I'd, I'd press star login. It's probably, the number's probably just one, two, three, four, isn't it? Well, star probably. login, one, two, three, four. You would start... This sma- is definitely a turnip. Yeah. You would start smashing bottles and they'd say, you're going to pay for that, and you'd be like, nah, I don't, my mate will, because he's full of money, eh, hey, Ronaldinho? Hey. Oh, he's gone. And no. he's still doing kick-ups with a watermelon. <laughs> Everyone's having a lovely time. <laughs> yeah, I'll... Interesting, mm. is what I'd say. But, Jim, 
with regards to what you said about... Um... I mean, it's only, it's only the most solid answer I've given in the last six months. It's true, you've actually thought about this, yeah. haven't you? Yeah, I Rather didn't. than just seeing what your mouth does. And then, <laughs> and then you know, r- running it, it off. <laughs> running it off. I answer the questions that I want to answer. Yeah. You should see his eyes, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes when he answers, because they are being controlled by a different thing. They dart about. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there's two different uh, controllers going on. But when you said about Redknapp getting you a good deal, surely, surely Blatter or Jack Warner, yeah, you go in, is... get get your bag up your food, collect your money, and leave. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, but I've, I've given my answer now. Yeah, fair so enough. well, yeah. you know, all right. I'd go for Daniel Sturridge. Why? I don't need to say why. Um, and I've got the points. No, I, th- I take uh, Sturridge because I've got a slightly different angle here because um, I think he's a lovely fella mm. and he's a good cook. I think. I saw right. him. Uh, he was he was talking about cooking. He likes um, he likes a bit of he, he likes to cook with fish. I like a bit of fish as mm. well. So it'd be a healthy meal. You could chat away, and then we, we go home and have a meal. Um, he's a God-fearing man like myself. We talk about that. We talk about our favourite goals that we've all scored. I mean, could you think of anything more marvellous than that, Peter? It would be good. Gods and goals. <laughs> gods, oh. gods, gods, and gills. The speller and story. With fish. <laughs> with fishy speller. Exactly. Oh, that, that's that's oh, that's how the round was going to end, isn't it? That's going <laughs> to that's going to take over. Instead, well, that's way s- better. <laughs> <laughs> I loved uh, I loved Sturridge's acting in that Subway advert he did. Oh, oh yeah, 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 that's I right. That. Extra cheese and green peppers, please. <laughs> yeah, well, oh. Sturridge has got the points. I think. I don't think we've ever had a decent footballer uh, actor, have we? In this country, I mean, you know, we had Frank Leboeuf and uh, Eric Cantona and stuff. But we've never really had an English Vinnie Jones, mate. Uh, he's probably the closest the thing, to be fair. Yeah, it's, it's quite a rare crossover, though, isn't mm. it? Sol Campbell wanted to be an actor once, didn't he? When he, yeah, he wants to be a lot of things. He wanted off. to be a Conservative MP as well. Yeah, he's done a lot of weird ambitions, mm. that man. Indeed he has. <laughs> uh, let's go straight to the Premier League. It seems to be uh, a good place to start. Manchester United won, Arsenal won, Super Sub Juru saved the day for Arsenal. <laughs> didn't he just? Oh, yeah. my goodness. Oh, my. Mourinho yeah. jokingly said he know, now knows how it feels to lose against Arsenal because he felt like it was a loss. Yeah, he's a child, isn't he? <laughs> um, it was a very timid display from Arsenal. That was very, it was very disappointing. I mean, in the, the first half, um, United definitely had the better of it, but it still looked like it could, you know, it could reasonably go either way. But the, it, the second half, Arsenal had to fly out of the block, blocks and sort of put themselves in charge because United had, had realistically been in control in the mm. first half, um, but were just less effective than they were in the second. But Arsenal just didn't do that. I think there's still a sort of psychological um, kind of. Um, problem at Old Trafford. We were talking about it before, on the previous show, and, and I think it sort of came to be. Aside from the goal, we had no shots on target, and I, there was a point um, after after Man United's goal. I think it was Özil, if memory support, if memory serves me correctly, uh, where he Arsenal was sort of broken, and, and he was in the final third uh, on his own, but just no one came to support him. Mm. Just he got he got flooded, you know, just crowded out by United players, and like he, it, there was basically nothing he could have done, but just just no one got up there to help. And it's like why you're one nil down. Why What's, what's to lose in actually trying to score? Yeah, this is I, mental. I find it crazy that, that Arsenal, they lack shots on goal so much. Like, as you yeah. say, the Giroud one was the first one. And OK, it went in and they got a point. I, I, Great header. It was a super cool header. header. It was, yeah. And, <laughs> but I just sort of think to myself, like, shoot more. Yeah, it's like, really, what is the, Paul Lintz I mean, it's, is what we need. You need Paul, Paul Lintz as a man to take over from Wenger. Absolutely. <laughs> That would be a turn-up for, for everybody's books. But, uh, like Man United have got, got to be disappointed because they were in yeah. control for so many periods during that game and, and they just sat back when they, when they were looking to close out the game. Mm. Defend from the front, at least put 
Arsenal on the back foot. Otherwise, yeah. they're just going to play around you. Yeah, and Ars- they did. Arsenal's <coughs> midfield just looked, just didn't look coherent. Really, Aaron Ramsey playing out on the left doesn't make a lot of sense. And we actually saw sort of the power of, of Paul Pogba sort of in effect because mm. he was, um, you know, he didn't have the best game, but he was still, you know, he was, he was effective uh, in a way that none of our midfielders were. He sort of lacked yeah. some guile and creativity. And um, one thing I was surprised by um, is how Wayne Rooney didn't get booked towards the end, for, but just basically, like, he was screaming at Andre Mariner. Just having a. Rooney's a bit old going. He misplaced a massive chonked pass uh, well, a little earlier on, to that, be fair. Yeah. And Mariner realised that and he's, said, oh, he's still angry about the pass. He, he came yeah. on and stank up the game. But Rooney, yeah. Well, probably still in his system, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but Rooney, um, Rooney's a bit exempt from that, isn't he? Because he has bellowed at some referees yeah. before. Passion. It's passion, isn't passion, it? Passion, mate. People passion, like yeah. his passion. Yeah, that maybe that is. Maybe the referees love his passion as well. <laughs> English. Um, it's, a, it's an English... Expletive. But, Pog, but um, Pogba, I didn't think, played very well at all. He was uh, pretty mm. ineffective. Well, I was... don't know, though. I think, like, like I said earlier, like, it wasn't, you know, there are a couple of uh, couple of chances I can think of that he, that he carved out, but I, I just feel like his his presence in the middle was uh, made things difficult for Arsenal, just the sheer bulk mm-hmm. of him and, and, and the mm. power he has. Well, um, the midfield three, the Carrick, Herrera and Pogba, was probably a midfield three that a lot of people, including mm. myself, has, has been crying out for at, mm. at Manchester United. Carrick was good. Carrick was captain. Nice to see. Mm. Um, Jose, though, he did have a friend on hand to, to cheer him up in the, in the form of Diego Maradona. That's who you need, yeah. isn't it? Indeed, yeah. Apparently, Buenos only three hours behind. <laughs> something like that. He's it's like fine. Elton John, isn't he, Maradona? <laughs> you know, you hear celebrities sometimes say, oh, yeah, Elton John just rang me up and said, like, you know, oh, how you doing? I hope you're feeling all right. I've heard you're having a bit of a rough time. I would see Does Elton John what? do that? He does it all the time, honestly. What? It's really weird. Um, Why does he never call me? I'm having a rough time. Can't sleep. Well, the, be- <laughs> the beacon's gone up. Maybe he'll give you a ring. <laughs> Come on. But Maradona does the same thing. I wonder if they ever chat to each other. Who's Elton John rang up? Uh, Pete Doherty was one. People like what? that. Really? A- Amy Winehouse probably had a call at some point. He loves it, doesn't yeah, he? That He's that always telling people to... <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable Jesus um, what no, th- no, no to be fair it does ring a bell but Elton John he's like the celebrity agony aunt I'm just saying that Elton John and Diego Maradona are not agony aunt what would you it was a sort of uh, I don't know unsolicited <laughs> man <interferer. laughs> unsolicited interferer that's a worse <laughs> possibly actionable sentence surely it sounds actionable you just described Elton John as an unsolicited interferer <laughs> Good God! <laughs> Within the context, that's absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah I'm, sh- I'm sure it's you know it's, it's none of his business, is it? It's not his business. As, as, as lovely Keep as your it neb is, out, <laughs> idiot, unsolicited interferer. Wow, my goodness, is that the name of his book? <laughs> well, we'll no, definitely not. It'd be Tiny Dancer, obviously. Yeah, right. There we go. So, so do you think Diego Maradona is one of these? Uh, Unsolicited interference. Well, based on this, yes. I can't imagine that Jose rang him first. No, he didn't. But but that's the, that's how friendship sometimes works. Well, I mean, you've True. got. You, I mean, we've all got those wild card friends. I'm, I'm, you know, as I say that sentence, I'm thinking I'm probably the one, aren't I? Who, oh, yeah, 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 nobody absolutely. wants to talk to. You, like, I've, I've, look, I've got. I've got love for you, but not now. All oh, right. Whenever you ring, it's too. It's not good enough. It's not good. It's not a good time for me when you ring, because I'll be on the phone for ages and you'll be talking nonsense. Right. Well, Mar- uh, Marina got a call from from King Diego, as Marino called him on his Instagram. Wow. Yeah. He apparently phoned him after the match and was uh, was there, a shoulder to cry on. Mm. A stapled belly to, to cry on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Wenger said pretty much that he regretted some of the bust-ups he'd had with Mourinho over the years. It didn't stop them having a very, very uh, cold handshake. Did you see they both looked the other way? Yeah. Which brilliant. I thought was brilliant because it was interesting that they both chose to look right. 
Because had one chosen to look left and the other right, they would have... A kiss was in the offing. <laughs> they could have they yeah. caught eyes. They just can't stand each other, can they, at this point? It's so obvious. Yeah, I mean, and, you know. Fair dues. That's, that's allowed, isn't it? It is allowed. Hmm. Well, I, I tell you what, Wenger and, uh, and Arsenal, I quite like what he's doing at the moment with, with Giroud. He's, he's, Giroud is, is, is a good player, but um, he's not up there with the Agueros <laughs> and the Diego Costas, of course. We, we know this. But he's played a little bit like an impact sub this parts yeah. of this season, certainly. And I think that's not a bad idea, because Arsenal... Perhaps play more fluidly without him, with with uh, Alexis trying to lead the line. Now, yeah. obviously, they didn't have any shots on goal in that particular game, which is which is pretty poor. But when they're down, they need to mix it up. It's it's a decent plan B, and and, and he is a decent target mm. man. I couldn't tell you the exact stats, but he has scored a lot of goals off the bench for us. He's been, he's been effective in that role before. Mm. And the Sanchez thing obviously didn't work at the weekend, and uh, the, at the beginning of the season, it wasn't really working either. But sort of between those periods, it's actually has been quite fruitful. So I understand why Wenger went with it, and it is good to have a sort of to have a plan B like that. Um, but you know, Giroud's obviously frustrated, and it's, it's interesting to see how how this is going to pan out. Is it going to be that Alexis Sanchez is just a striker now, which is an interesting way to move him in, largely because of his height as well. You do sort of lose mm. out on that aerial threat. Although I think he's got a couple of headers this season, so maybe not. Lucas Perez is injured as well at the moment, so we don't know whether he's going to sort of fit back in. And Welbeck's due to come back soon as well. So if both Welbeck, of those players come back at the same time, you've got quite a, quite a, you know array of options there. Which but it's good. always the case though; they've always got well, people coming quite, back yeah. and going. I mean, Ramsey was there, but he didn't seem to do too much. No, but, but it Ramsey hasn't... playing out on the left is is just bizarre, though, isn't it? Yeah. I, mean, I guess it's to just. He, he, he got the opportunity to laugh at Mourinho at one point, didn't he? That's true. Mourinho threw the ball away, I think. Yeah, I had a proper little flap, didn't he? Hee hee. Hee hee. Well, we certainly enjoyed that, but we're going to talk about uh, Manchester United's noisy neighbours after this. So good. <laughs> Very good. Very good. So good. <laughs> Oh, hello, everybody. It's Yaya Torre time. <laughs> He's back, everyone. Oh, my goodness. Isn't he just? Wow, that was, it was wonderful. Dimitri Selik, his agent, simply tweeted, That's my boy. Not Hashtag. a boy. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's that? What? Nothing. That's my boy. Not a boy. Hashtag Yaya is back. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, isn't it? I lo- <laughs> Did you see Pep Guardiola's interview afterwards where he said it was so brilliant? He said, I'm really, I'm really happy for him. He, he... Is a really nice guy. And it really was as pronounced as that. It's just great. He, I think, is a very nice guy. <laughs> he's, he's a nice guy. And that's uh, that's what counts in football. There was a pitch invasion by a small group of man City supporters. One fan even carrying his young daughter in his arms onto the pitch. Yeah, I mean, it's slippery on a pitch, isn't it? That's really dangerous. Yeah. It's, that's it, bad it dadding. Ma- it's, it doesn't matter what time of year. Even if the dad was wearing studs. <laughs> well, still, prepared. Yeah, don't bring your, your young daughter into this. If you're if you uh, 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 if you're a steward <laughs> and you're letting uh, people in the in the ground, you see someone with studs. You're like, you're going to be on the pitch, aren't you, mate? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not allowed in. That would, yeah. Bring screwins, <laughs> mouldies. Yeah, you know, yeah. don't wear blades. Though. No, that's never. Uh, They're not allowed now, are they? Are they not? I, I thought they'd been banned. I don't know. Depends what sporting arena you're talking about. Blades yeah, and that. Quite. I can't. Remember. I don't really look into what. <laughs> What blades and studs are allowed, I must say. <laughs> um, well, apparently Toure was given a standing ovation by his teammates in the dressing room after the match. It was interesting, though, when he scored, the reaction of his teammates showed you that he is a very nice guy because they went straight yeah. over to him and they loved the fact that he'd scored. Yeah. And that was quite telling, I thought. Elton's on the phone. Elton doesn't, well, Elton doesn't need to be on the phone. Maybe Elton was on the phone the previous week. Well, that's it. He's going, I told you. I told you you were brilliant. <laughs> Just had to have faith in yourself. He was on the phone to Pep pretending to be um, Selleck. 
<laughs> going, Hello, it's to meet Shellac here. I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Uh, well, Guardiola said humbly, I wouldn't say that Torres' performance was about my decision to put him back in the team. It's about his quality. Mm. Which was quite humble. That, yeah, that's that's good management from it is Guardiola. Management. He said his weight is perfect now. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that, yeah, that was a dig. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he had reservations about his weight and he solved them. True enough. Whereas, yeah. whereas in West Brom, Saido Berahino's been... been uh, Sent to France for like a, a boot camp or something really? for his weight or something. That's like where the croissants are. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst place to send him. chocolate there. Jeez, you can get them on you on every corner, I assume. <laughs> well, lingeries as far as the eye can see. How good would it Je be? Je regard. How good would it be if he came back like genuinely really fat? Yeah, and he's <laughs> taken up smoking. <laughs> he's like, I'm done with football. Yeah, yeah. And this is my way of telling you. <laughs> It'd be great. But Toure, I mean, th- yeah. there he was. First goal was magnificent, yeah, wasn't it? I mean, he did take a deflection, but it was a lovely little yeah, one-two. Getting himself into that position in a crowded yeah. penalty. Mm. The second goal was an absolute gift. Yeah. It, was, it was extraordinary. The ball was hit along the deck and it went through everybody. The keeper just sort of jumped out the way. And, and Toure was there just to sort of side-foot it calmly into an open net from yeah. a corner. I've never seen a corner like it. <laughs> would, would be, wouldn't it? It was brilliant. It was, uh, it was, it was crazy. But, uh, but it was an important win for Man City. Only their second in their last mm. six matches. They're a point behind Chelsea, of course. Who've won six league games in a row? Chelsea yeah. dominating things. It's, it's weird, isn't it? Because you think of City not having won for ages, so you think, oh, they should be. Maybe they'll be a bit further behind. But it's still fairly early in the season, so it's all it, it's yeah. all very, very level. It's it, great. It's true. Do, we, do you think Toure is going to uh, stick around that Man City starting eleven, or is he going to be rested for the next six weeks? Uh, do you think he'll? Uh, maybe he'll get a move in January still. Yeah, I, we'll well, see. I have to hold my hands up and say that you know I was one of many people during the summer and whatnot saying come on it, it's time to move on yeah. and there he is he's come to be for, you can't argue with that he's come back with into only the side. three months of rest <laughs> <laughs> maybe giving it his all maybe that's the point for one match against Crystal Palace <laughs> the worst <laughs> team in the country in 2016 <laughs> <laughs> with a gift of a second goal and a deflected first yeah well done Selleck there we and go you, and your boy <laughs> um, no, to be fair, look, he's come into the side. They've won two on. He scored both goals. I mean, yeah, no, you can't. You can't really argue with you it. You can't argue that, but no. you can yeah. undermine it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can be a bit sniffy about yeah, it. Yeah, you can be sniffy yeah. about it. So Alan Pardew's still uh, still getting away with it, isn't he? Yeah, still... well, is he? Is anybody calling him on his rubbish? I, I love the what. thought of Gareth Southgate watching this, thinking, "Come on, Alan, <laughs> come on, just one People point, just get a point for this, just just anything. Just Alan, just give me point. something. They are going to give me the job next week, Alan." <laughs> <laughs> All right, time is running out. You're away to Swansea next. You've got to do something there. I did my interview. I tried to set fire to the vlog's tie. They still wanted me. I missed a penalty in the interview. Just to remind them. They told me to get the PowerPoint out. I'd punch the computer. Yeah. No, Alan, Steve Bruce can't get promoted, but in a week, <laughs> it's gone. It's not happening. But Palace struggling. Fifth loss in a row. Mm, and the rest of them. Yeah. I'm not having that in a row. <laughs> and the rest of the buggers. <laughs> oh, vindication for Pete. Now, Peter, we know that you like Palace and we don't want to see them them suffer. But if they will appoint Alan as they their manager... They will appoint Alan Pardew as their manager. <laughs> You've no sympathy. They hate him because he's a cockney. The, they hate him. <laughs> no, that was yeah. your lot. It <laughs> <laughs> was your ungrateful rabble. Oh, my goodness, yeah. But it re- I mean, it was a better performance from Palace. 
Yeah. You know, another day they, they might have got a point. Their goal was quite weird as well, because mm. Joel Ward clawed it, um, clawed it off the line, like, cleared it off the line. Oh, yeah. Very, very well. And, um, and Conor Wickham went up the other end and scored, didn't he? Did did hasn't Conor Wickham got a really good record against Man City? I think he does, yeah. I might have imagined that. No, no, yeah, I think you're right. Was it, was it a bit, should Bravo have done a bit better with that? Or was it, a, was it just a beast of a shot? He did hit it hard. Yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah. Bravo is a professional goalkeeper, so he should be used to that. Indeed, yeah. He should have, <laughs> oh, to be honest, hands. I can't remember. He should have kicked it oh. away with those with those brilliant feet of his, eh, <laughs> yeah. Pep? Um, I forgot. I forgot my gloves. That really hurt <laughs> my hand. How? Toure should have saved it. He <laughs> was everywhere else, Jim. Everywhere else. And um, what about the? Uh, there was a big London derby: Spurs versus West Ham. Oh, yeah. oh dear! The Harrys took care of business. Did yeah, they really? really did, didn't they? The Canes and the Winks uh, were among uh, the scores. Harry Winks, what a name. It's brilliant, it's so good. <laughs> he should be playing for West Ham with a name He really like that, should, really. yeah. Harry Winks, yeah, yeah. he does. Uh, he he... Playing for West Ham and, like, I don't know, like, kneecapping people at night. <laughs> <laughs> and his dad <laughs> owns a jelly deal yeah. pie and mash shop. Yeah. We still wink the old way. <laughs> <laughs> My daddy owns a place that does uh, jelly deals and skips. <laughs> I came here for a wink out. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, Luke and I, I don't know if maybe you were there, Jim, as well. We were in East London once and we went into like a proper old calf. Yeah, I was with you, yeah. Yeah. Was it Archer? It's Archers or something. Something like that, yeah, because it was before the show we did at the Arcola Theatre. It was in Dalston. It That's was a right, yeah. Old school. And, and there was a bloke there. It's, it's called like Archer's Calf or something like that. Mm. And uh, and we and the old boy was in there and they started calling him Archer. And Luke Luke was very happy about this because there was Archer. And he started, he started saying what, what the, 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 the combos that he did. He was like, I do bacon, sausage, chips, bacon, beans, sausage, like all these sort of different combos. Yeah. And I think Luke asked for like one that basically a combo that he hadn't thought of, the only one missing. He was like, no, I don't do bacon with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just <laughs> take the it. bacon and put it in. It's easy. Have it your way. I can, I can show you, Archer. No, I don't think it was the. And I'll have no, five. Arthur, Arthur, not Archer. Arthur, of course. Arthur, yeah, sorry. Arthur. That's right, it was called Arthur's. Yeah. Oh, he was fully aware he could have done it, but they just simply do not do that in there. <laughs> I love that. But anyway, back to the uh, the London derby. He wanted it five times though. <laughs> um, yeah, Wings. It was nice to see him go crazy when he scored. Yeah, oh, it was a, a beautiful moment. Score on your debut. Yeah, brilliant. Oh, it was great. I think it was a league debut. I think he's played another game. Oh, right. Um, but uh, Rio Ferdinand said that young players in Tottenham's academy will take heart from that goal mm. and, uh, and think they'll be given a chance. And it's true, isn't it, to see Harry Winks going into that side, who are, a, who are a good side, still unbeaten in the league, who are challenging for a Premier League title. They're in the Champions League. For him to, to play him in, in a big game like that, OK, West Ham aren't doing so well. It is, it is encouraging for Tottenham yeah, and, and also, their academy. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, at, at this stage, it looks like it really adds some depth to the squad that you've got this exciting young prospect nobody really knows anything about so in terms of the opposition. So it's, it, yeah, it smacks of the depth they have and it's another, it's another weapon for them, really, isn't it? It would be great if their next kind of prospect that comes through is another Harry. That'd be good. Yeah. All the Harrys. Yeah, all the Harrys. Three Harrys. Yeah. Well, Harry Kane got a double. He's back among the girls. He was Harrier. And, <laughs> um, and, 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 I mean, Spurs did struggle in the early stages. Mikel Antonio yeah. Antoni got his traditional headed goal. Amazing. Well taken. Yeah, of course. It sort of flashed past everybody else, and, then, and, and there he is. He's brilliant at them. Yeah. But I thought, I, I mean, West Ham were, were frustrating Spurs. Yeah, it's just, obviously they'll be gutted because they they lost the game and especially they'll play away, Marcus. They were playing. <laughs> we, I know. Yeah, they'll do true, that. Yeah. But um, has, has Harry Kane uh, been offered a decent contract yet? Because he was uh, indulging in a little bit of well, Danny Levy was rather indulging in his favourite pastime of a brinkmanship and uh, <laughs> not not offering him uh, enough money. So okay, that's what I heard anyway. Oh, hey, Pete's wicked whispers. Mm. That's wicked brilliant. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, well, <laughs> Pochettino started with a midfield diamond. It didn't look so good. 
Mm. I, I, yeah, I, I remember when I started watching the game, I thought, what was he, what's he doing there? Something a little bit different. It didn't seem to have that much of uh, a, a beneficial effect for, for Spurs. But when Sun came on, made a difference. Yeah. He, he really did. And, uh, he's, and was, he's so improved from last season. He was very good last season as well. Season as well but he's, just, he's demanding a starting place. Mm. Yeah. Now, Spurs, I mean, as you say, Jim, about Manchester City, they're only one point off the top, having had a bit of a... I, I suppose a bit of a sticky period, if mm. you, you know, with, with, especially with Guardiola's um, lofty standards and, and Man City's as well. Spurs have drawn half of their games this season, so a yeah. win was extremely important. They're, and they're only four points off the top; they're still in there. Yeah, but they've drawn a lot of games. They are drawing a lot of games, but um, which is better than losing them, granted. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Because they're, they're playing well in, in in them, though. Like that, the West Brom game, I remember in particular, like they they did batter them. They just got a bit unlucky. I think mm. part of it is because they have been missing Kane and Dembele, as we said. And Janssen hasn't quite clicked yet. He looks yeah. furious to be taken off, which yeah. you, you have to look at as a good thing as mm-hmm. well, because he obviously wants to, to prove himself, and it's not quite clicking for him yet. Um, but you know, I mean, I guess with Kane in, in, in the way, it's gonna he's gonna have to you know wait and take his chance. Um, but, but, but yeah, I I just think if the, the way you look at the way Tottenham play, they are so energetic, mm-hmm. and they, they do have so much depth and quality as we've already touched on. Um, that I, I, the wins are going to come. Like they absolutely are. They're going to come, Peter, and the wins are coming for Sunderland as well. I did not see that one coming. Oh, I hey. saw a nil-nil bore fest they're, in the offing for that one. They're but off the t- the bottom of the table. How? Im- <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> what? Very, I mean, off the bottom of the table. You yeah. still now two points above Newcastle in the footballing pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> that's a good point. Yeah, I guess they are. That's that's great. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, that's great news, good. isn't it? It's great news. Um, hey, well how, done, the how important was uh, Nchibi? Oh, it's brilliant. Oh. He, he he just comes back from injury yeah. and he bloody shows everyone what's what. Oh, it's great. I love um, how, weirdly, sometimes a player who you you don't think of someone who's going to set the world alight, it just fits into a system mm. and suddenly he and the team look so much better and well, they, they look like world beaters. And we've got a big man and little man up top. I yeah. really like that. Yeah, well, he's, he's a funny player on each of you because he can have these moments and then, you know... His own history would suggest that he could go the next three months without scoring. Absolutely. And that, yeah. that's well, he was sad because they really needed some help up top. I'm yeah. just glad. I am glad that Sutherland have got you know more than one player. Why you shake, don't don't shake your head when you're saying that? <laughs> <laughs> um, but Jermaine Defoe got his 150th Premier League goal. What a goal! What, what a goal! Was. Yeah. Well, that's you know I think that's what's going to help Sunderland now, isn't it? If Anitabi and, and Defoe can yeah. can click as they have been, even if Anitabi does stop scoring, but he's laying on the chances mm. for Defoe. I mean, it's not realistically. Even even at Defoe's age, there aren't that many players you'd mm. want like sniffing those chances more than mm. him. He's, he's brilliant at it. It's what's it's always been, you know, his, his key strength. And I love the nature. I think it was his first goal. It might even been his second goal where he said he said as he ran to the crowd and the cameras picked it up. He just went, "Oh my god, it's brilliant! <laughs> it's so good. That's class." That um, yeah, Defoe, 150th Premier League goal, became the eighth player to do so. <coughs> and uh, the other the other players in order of the quickest to do it. Of course, Newcastle's very own Alan Shearer is number mm-hmm. one. Thierry Henry, uh, Andy Cole, Michael Owen, Robbie Fowler, Jermaine Defoe, and Frank Lampard. Mm. Mm. There's your eight. Um, <laughs> of them, you know the uh, the uh, very likable eight. There was a floodlight failure, which yeah. is often quite pleasing to see for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, definitely at the stadium of light, though, isn't it? Hey, it's funny. There you it's go. Funny. There's your there's your joke. It's funny. I know it is. Um, but you're right, Jim, about Defoe and Nietzsche and it's a, it's an obvious thing to say. But if you have especially Defoe, proper goal scorers in your team, yeah. or at least a proper goal scorer. It gives you a chance. It really does. It's such gives a pain. chance. I know it's a gives really, really... Chance. Because you look at Hull, Hull actually had some decent chances themselves. I mean, 
you know, Jordan Pickford in goal was again brilliant for mm. Sunderland. I mean, what a what a player he is turning out to be. <laughs> yeah, what what a season he's having to have. Yeah. <laughs> but he's kept a clean sheet. You know, considering what the, the, the season that mm. they're having. I mean, that's such an encouragement for yeah. everyone throughout the team. Two wins on the balance. As we said again on the previous show, they absolutely have to use this as, pla- as a platform now. And it's a three 0 win is really going to give you some confidence, regardless of who it's against. It's true. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my! Oh god. my god! Oh, Hala struggling big time. They did, they, they, finished, they, they kept the ball well for Piers, but didn't really do much. They created a few chances. And if it wasn't for Pickford, they would have um, they'd have probably scored. But uh, that's that's goalkeepers for you. They They'll will, do that. They will try and keep you out. Mm. Um, Bournemouth got a clean sheet on the road and a win. Great win for the Cherries. Moved up to ninth in the table after that win. Mm. Ake with the only goal. Callum Wilson can feel a little hard done by for not getting a penalty when Ryan oh, Shawcross yeah. foul. I mean. I didn't see this. What happened? Was, Talk me through it, Marcus. Well, he play ran, by play. Ran through on goal. Shawcross dived in, full stretch, nowhere near the ball, cleaned him out. I mean, it's a red card and a penalty, <laughs> and the ref obviously didn't see it. And will be managing in a. Uh, it will be refereeing in a lower league. Yeah, and also, as of next week. <laughs> yeah, quite. Callum Wilson was booed for diving as well, wasn't he? <laughs> that's, yeah, well, that's <laughs> the Stoke fans, isn't it? <laughs> you know, with uh, with Aaron Ramsey. Although not all of them are like that. Of Some course. Stoke fans are absolutely wonderful. And they create a great atmosphere at that stadium. It's important to uh, clarify. Another win for, for Bournemouth. Sake. <laughs> for my Twitter's sake. Sorry, Peter. Another win for Bournemouth. Another yeah, win for they Bournemouth. They are adding points to their tally. They just <laughs> look, That's how the league works. They just look like an established Premier League team already, mm. don't they? Yeah. Bournemouth, they really do. Jack Wilshire, excellent again. Mm. Nearly scored. He's a, he's a very good footballer. I shouldn't really be surprised to anyone that as he gets a run of, a run of games in a team, he's, he, but people, he's show but, his quality. But people were saying, though, that in a side like Bournemouth, would Jack Wilshire, if it is a relegation scrapper, it is a team in which uh, they're... they're more often than not the second best team on the pitch would he adapt to that but he's, he's a hard he's worker a scrapper, though, isn't he? he's, he's, he's box to box kind of yeah part of his problem and part of the reason he's had so many injuries is because he does you know he waits he, he really waits to the last moment to, to sort of shift his body and that's how he you know gets gets tackled a lot gets fouled a lot mm. he's, just, he's a combative player he sort of likes it so yeah I, I, I didn't really have much fear for Wilshire that he would uh, that he wouldn't fit in there true Bojan missed a penalty yeah and it, it wasn't a penalty was it you know oh, I th- he stood on his foot oh true I, d- I don't I think the way it went over made it look like a dive. Mind you, we uh, forgot to mention the one for uh, Manchester United. Who was it? Um, yes, it was, was uh, it Ra- Antonio Valencia. Valencia. Yeah, it was Monreal on him. That was, yeah, that, yeah, that was a pen. Yeah, I, mean, it's, I, I think the, the argument against it being a penalty was that he was already falling over, but um, Monreal definitely made a difference to him. Mourinho. But, um, still, that- <laughs> Sodom. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> we, we, we saw Mourinho was genuinely aggrieved. Cause often Which is he, great. Yeah, well, often we, we see him when he kind of fakes it and pretends mm. to be a bit put yeah. out. But he was genuinely put out. You thought, oh, there's the face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice to see. Very nice. Um How's your travel tavern? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but let's go uh, let's go to the championship. Brighton won, Aston Villa won. Decent point for Villa. Yeah, and actually you know what? The way Villa are going, starting to pick up points and obviously Bruce is at the helm got a lot of oh. experience at that level, blah blah blah. Uh I think that will that will prove to be a good point for Brighton as well. Because I think Villa are, are, are getting going now. And well, they're, 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 they're going to fly up to the table, uh, I un- reckon. Unbeaten in six under Brucey. Villa have only won four matches in 17 so far this season. Mm. Three of them have come in the last six under that man, Steve Bruce, ladies and gentlemen. Under the big old well, skin clouds. Isn't that interesting <laughs> that, that he gets them going so quickly? Yeah. He sort of turns them into a... It's remarkable, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well Agbon Lahore started that match the yeah. first time he started a match since March he's, he's not going to get him gone though, is he <laughs> I don't know he's, well, he's trying I mean he was taken off after 55 minutes um, but still Glenn Murray scored his 150th league goal mm. what uh, a hit yeah a lovely one 
Lovely one. Brighton, four points above Reading in third, but five points behind those Geordie, Hawaii, the boy Col- lads. Colin Calderwood went from uh, Brighton to Villa the day before the match as well, which is weird. Yeah. Oh, did he? They had to pay con- compensation. So oh, now Brighton are looking for a... Deputy manager? That's not a word, is it? That's not no. a phrase. Is it? Yeah, vice not, manager. Vice, vice manager. <laughs> the manager's not a sheriff. <laughs> 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 sheriff Brucey. Mm. Uh, Newcastle beating Leeds, eh? Another is win. It, Easy it, win. Shock it down. Dwight yep. Gale. Is it satisfying that a Pardew reject is tearing it up? For, for <laughs> it is kind of, yeah. I mean, it helps that Rob Green's dropped the ball left, right, and centre. Yeah. Didn't even hit the perfect. ground. That's what I like about Didn't even hit the ground. Dropped on his foot. I'll have that. Thank you very much. Gale had his teeth. Punched to bits in midweek. Did he? Uh, he had them. I don't think they actually got knocked out, but there were reports that he'd, he'd lost four teeth in an altercation in Liverpool at a oh, nightclub. That wasn't the Blimey. same as the Strictly Come Dancing guy, was it? That <laughs> I don't think he was involved in the same fracas. Oh my goodness! But um, well, he needs a call from Elton John. By I then, think. I think someone, Elton John's not a dentist. I oh, think okay. someone just a meddler. I think someone. <laughs> Wanted to uh, a medal of mamelons, possibly, like which has little bumps on the end of your teeth. Oh, hey. There you go. It's a QI hey. podcast. This may as well be. I may as well be one of those L's. I've never watched it. Don't understand. A, mol- a, a molar medal? Yeah, that would be more medler. more obvious. Yeah. Better, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right, yeah. I'm Stuart Lee. Or whoever's on. Have I news for you that week? <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm better off out of it. All right. Carry on. Yeah. Any more on Newcastle, Peter? I'm just saying that somebody wanted to punch his teeth out to test his age because that man has got an old man's head. Yeah, he does. Dwight Gale's got a proper man head. We're talking about a man getting a few teeth punched out. It's not No, funny... we've moved on to his weird head. Oh, yeah, okay, they were trying right. to test his teeth. I see. That's how you test age, apparently. Sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah. I didn't know until the Daily Bell told me. I did, right, indeed. Um, moving on swiftly. Man head. To QPR Dwight Gale's team... got a man head. I mean, he's a man. He's a boy. He's a little boy with a man's head. Let me talk about Ian Holloway. weird. Don't like it. Can't look directly at him. QPR 2. He's winning you the league. Never shut up. (laughs) QPR 2, Norwich 1. Ian Holloway back at Loftus Road. Yeah, did you see um, Olsen's quite um, baffling decision to pretty much just jump on the ball on the line? It was really weird. He got sent off. But did you see the Norwich players did that weird reaction um, that that players sometimes do, but to a real extreme, where they just tried to stop the referee from getting his card out? Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Like, like that's going to work. <laughs> like you just keep that up for 90 minutes and he doesn't get sent off. <laughs> Take his whistle away. Ah, yeah. You can't give free kicks against us. <laughs> yeah, I it, believe you'll find I can. Yes, well, it was, it was, it was a bit strange. Uh, I think, Peter, you said that um, at least Holloway will be off our screens now for a bit and won't be saying silly things. And I said, mm. I'm not sure, mate. I think he, he might be... He might be even more so on our screens and, and uh, in the post match and that in the post match and that. And he yeah. said because he's been working at a punt, working as a pundit recently. He said after the game, "What a day! I really need to go and lie down now for what I've been doing recently. That's the equivalent for four months' work in one week. I feel like I'm on one of those rides at Disneyland. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. This is exactly the kind of nonsense you didn't want. <laughs> and now you've got it, Peter. Yeah, you've got it in bucket loads. Got it all nice. Mm. He showed the players the Samuel Jackson film Coach Carter last week to motivate I love that players. Idea. Movie nights with Ollie. <laughs> you probably think you two, you two perverts. Probably think Samuel Jackson's earless, don't you? Oh, I've, been, I've been left with the kids. Hang on, with their opinions. What did, what did you think of? Um, what do you mean? You and you and Jim agreed on, yeah, well, on Goldblum. Oh, did, was it me and you? I thought it was me yeah. and Luke. Sorry, no, no, sorry, no. Jim, for besmirching your good name. Yeah, yeah. and your good taste. So we can gang up on Marcus. Yeah, well, I mean, I we were doing that. 
B-list, Samuel Jackson. Jackson. I think... B-list. Oh, Massive bro- B-list. Sounds like you need to find yourself a different alibi. <laughs> <laughs> I think alibi. Not alibi. To, alibi. That's right, yeah. Jackson's closest to the A-list. It's, it's a confusing <laughs> one. People keep Get sending lost. me pictures of, of the He did Jeff snakes Goldblum. on the plane at his height. But Yeah, but he's on... his height. But he was. He's, oh, he's in the Avengers ah, movies, Shut your nose, you... <laughs> he's in the. He's a key player in the biggest movie franchise in the world. Exactly. So, so shut up, you, you know. prat. Which one's that one? The Avengers. All of that. Oh come on! Some people keep sending me pictures. People keep sending me pictures of the Jeff Goldblum. There's eight of them. There's always eight of them. Misunderstanding that you can be a cult figure and have your face on some shoes. I in every film. Over. In every Twitter's film. Twitter's going to be a nightmare. In now. every film, there's eight of them. Yeah. And you're saying that he's A-list. Uh, well, shut your noise, Marcus Speller. You're being a prat. Did you see? <laughs> Tell it to Elton. Um, look, as Jim says, you can have your face on a pair of shoes and be a cult hero. Okay? Have, did you see the Peterborough United? <laughs> Tell um, it to Elton. Did you see the Peterborough United um, uh, high vis um, kits they've got? Oh, it's so good. This. He passed no. like one of the players just passed it. Good pass, straight to a steward. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Who didn't notice? <laughs> well, sort of did the, did the steward join in? Well, no, no the, the steward was walking walking behind. He was walking behind the hoarding. To be fair, to be fair to him, he was stewarding very well. <laughs> he was stewarding quickly mm. and efficiently, but he just put it. You know, just a couple of metres in front of him. Yeah. Nice. Nice, yeah. nice to run on to. Unfortunately, that. the man was a steward and not a footballer. <laughs> really is great. Alex Ferguson wouldn't be having those kits. No. Actually, it was Peterborough that had the mascot thing last week. What was the mascot thing? The mascot thing, it was uh, It was one of the highlights of the week. Let me just let me just dig it out. Just dig it out. Still have a little yeah. diggy yeah. there. Diggy um, there. Yeah, it was... Um, yeah, the referee um, at the, the game for them last week told the mascot to change his kit because he was confusing him oh, with the players. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, and the stewards need to change their... Jacket. What's that about? It's blend happening all over the pot. Blend. Yeah, it's all blendy, Peter, oh, at the moment. Goodness. Um, well, right, then, what about this National League before we go to a break? AFC. How do you pronounce that? Filled? I'd go with filled. Yeah. I'm going to leave it to you. Thank I've, you. Had, I've had my filled of you, Marcus. <laughs> AFC Field beat Boston 9 2. 9 2. The two. I love the two in that. <laughs> Why? Well, because it's a bit oh, of an odd number. Maths perv. It, well, maybe. It was, if it's 9 0, right, they've just been hammered. Yeah. Right. If it's 9-1, maybe like at one all, they might have got a goal, or like right at the end when the other team are going, yeah, we've got nine, go on, give yourself a goal. Two, just seems a bit weird. Imagine it was 2-1 at one point. Today. I mean, like, they've, they've had, the team, they've shipped nine goals, but had two successful attacks. Yeah. <laughs> it seems a bit weird to me. Was it, was it Portsmouth and Reading that finished 7-4 7-4. That was weird. And actually, I think Arsenal beat Reading 7-4, having been 4-1 down at half-time. That was in the, the cup. cup, yeah. That was the Theo Walcott... Uh, did he score three or four? Possibly. I think Shamak had a really good game as well. Yeah, it was I mean, a while that's, ago. that's how much of an anomaly it was. 9-2 New, Newcastle, Newcastle Arsenal, 5 all. 5 all. 5 all. 4 all. 4 all. Yeah. 4 all. I we added one for good luck. We were 4 nil up <laughs> at half-time. I gave T.O. a goal, two goals. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I remember seeing that, that go to 4-1 and just knowing. Just knowing. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to go to a break before we just start remembering big scores. Big okay. scores are back, baby. <laughs> to the break. Watch yourself, it's the ramble boys. Chucking out the bands, making all the noise. Keep your peepers peeled and watch those grubby mitts. Because they're coming for you and your big shop tips. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Don't forget that the Football Ramble preview show, <clears throat> excuse me, sponsored by Bet365, is out this Friday. Arsenal ruined our bet of the week last time. Yet we, we went for a Spurs and Arsenal win double. Mm. And Spurs played their part, Arsenal did not play their part. No, we did. Gutted. Which is a great I, shame. Why blame Man United? <laughs> For being being distinctly uncharitable. Indeed, yes. Let's go straight to uh, La Liga. There was a Madrid derby. It was the last Madrid derby to be played at the Vincente Calderon Stadium at Leti's home for many, many years. It's it's quite an iconic stadium, really, in in, in that part of the world. It's 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 a great place. I've been there. I've watched football there. So you don't have to, ladies and gentlemen. Were they separate incidents? What, when I went there, it sounds like you, you <laughs> went there, yeah. and something happened that you won't talk about. I don't and know. Then you also went and watched football. I don't know. I was very much there for the football, right? And created the uh, the icon uh, the, the stadium as an iconic kind of ground. <laughs> That's what it became. Um, but yeah, so you it, was, it, was, brick. it was the. La- <laughs> I took away a brick because they're moving. <laughs> it was the last Madrid derby we played there, and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo pissed all over the party, didn't he? Just thirty ninth mm. career hat trick. He's yeah. now got eighteen goals in the Madrid derby, which overtakes Alfredo Di Stefano's previously had record of seventeen. He's knee bad. He really is a knob, isn't he? Mm. <laughs> he loves it. He yeah. absolutely loves it. The higher the he's, he's the, well the within worst, his rights to score. Yeah, the, no, of course. Yeah, but the worse it would be for the opposition if he scored, the better he is. <laughs> but it's good. Good on him. It's great. Oh, absolutely! Like it's just sensational. I mean, he's thirty-one now. I think scoring a hat trick in in the Madrid derby away <laughs> against the team under Simeone, notoriously incredibly difficult to break down and score goals. Now, okay, one was a deflected free kick, and one, one was, was a, a penalty. penalty. Yeah, which was very sloppy from the defender yeah. uh, quite quite frankly and then of course the third you know they're already 2-0 the down. third one Gareth Bale was fantastic yeah he, he was powered yeah. through but Atleti were 2-0 down at that point yeah. so um, you know you, you can pick it apart like that but it's just incredible and Zidane's played Ronaldo more um, like a striker in that game and it's working and i tell you something Cristiano Ronaldo, if he now becomes that kind of, I suppose, modern number nine centre right. forward, now where, where, where he can't be 
like what Gareth Bale's doing, you know that that kind of what you marauding quick yeah. kind of player, yeah. and he's and he's not going to be that marauding. He's, he's had too many injuries to be that quick forever, is he? Exactly, and he is thirty-one now, mm. and the amount of football that that man has played since the age of about sixteen, mm. you know, it, it will begin to catch up with him. And some people have suggested a year or two ago that, that it has, but he's still blisteringly good. Yeah, and and normally when we see the, the likes of a, of a again, it's not quite right to call him a winger, but he has played as a winger before. When you have someone like Ryan Giggs, of course, slows up a bit, so he goes into a more kind of defensive hmm. midfield role. Paul Skulls even did that. You, you tend to go back. Ronnie goes further forward. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I want to be near the goal. Yeah, exactly, yeah. He'll be 40 years old just it, waiting for waiting for the noddings. It's class. It's absolute class. And it, it's not <laughs> that too dissimilar. I, I know this is a bit different, granted, but the Brazilian Ronaldo, the original Ronaldo, if you will, <clears throat> when he started putting on the pounds at Real Madrid, he would just stand up front. Yeah. And he would... Like he wouldn't, there would be no backswing to his to his foot. He would just sort of jab a foot in, and it would fly in the top's corner. Yeah, with like Zidane and, and Guti <laughs> and all the players like doing all the way, lay it on for him. Even then, though, he was still very quick over a short um, distance. Oh, so the acceleration was definitely him. his key. Yeah, key. Yeah. over but, ten, fifteen yeah. meters, Ronaldo was still lightning. He probably yeah. still is. But he would he would accelerate <laughs> while doing those stepovers. Yeah, it, it was like a like a whirlwind and a man at the same time. <laughs> Incredible, his class. But so Cristiano Ronaldo is, you know, like I say, he's, he's obviously a bit, bit different. But I love the fact that he's going further forward mm. because you've got you've got the supply. The Absolutely. team like that, you're always going to yeah, have the supply. He did, it, he did it for Portugal as well. You know, had a very hard working midfield, and it, and it did make sense for that Portuguese mm. side in the Euros because yeah. they just needed to be quite robust. And if they can get the ball up there, and the thing is with Ronaldo, it just shows you how amazing he is because he can the type of player like he he has been over the years. Shouldn't be used as a target man. No. Well, it's worth, I mean? it's worth just for his headers alone, really. It's I mean. worth playing him up there just for his headers alone. And, and Real Madrid, historically, perhaps <clears> that <throat> position um, hasn't been the most important position in the, over the last few seasons, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Because they've had so, such a wealth of uh, excellent players in, in midfield and out on, out on the wide. So I just, I just love the fact that. Cristiano Ronaldo, you think to yourself, okay, if he can't run as much, you know that that reduces the, the dribbling ability, the pace, and all that stuff. No, he could put a yeah. cross in and he can get his head on it. Like mm, there's nothing you can say in other areas. Exactly, yeah, yeah. he's excellent, stunning. So um, uh, uh, we said before Zidane took over at Madrid yeah. that um, it would clearly. End. Clearly, what they wanted was was their own Guardiola. Yeah. And Zidane is the, is the comparable iconic figure mm-hmm. in a sense, and like it's at, it's going well, it, isn't it? It's well, we like, thought it would end in disaster, yeah, of quickly. <laughs> but it is but going. He well. Immediately won the Champions League, and, he, and mm-hmm. they look really, really good. And I think you know this is obviously a fantastic Madrid team, and people will make the argument that oh, anybody could do well with this. But you know we, they've had more experienced managers with comparably good teams that have got less out of them. Indeed, I mean they're twenty nine matches unbeaten. They won the Champions League. They are what are they four points? Above um, Barcelona in, in top spot, I think. Um, it, it, incredible. Uh, I mean, you, you compare that to say Atletico Madrid, you know, down in sixth position, nine points off the top already. I mean, Barcelona got a dreadful draw at home to mm. Malaga, nil nil. They were missing Messi and, and Suarez, but they should still have enough. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Malaga had a, t- two men sent off. Okay, one was in injury time towards the end. You know, I yeah, think the other one was extraordinary result, sixty odd minutes. But I mean, when Carlos Comeni's in in the Malaga goal, he's not having yeah. any of it. You I, know, he is good. He made a point blank save from Neymar in the ninety third minute. He's classes yeah. Comeni. He's a really good keeper, and it's lovely to see a goalkeeper like that when he gets a bit between his teeth and thinks, no, no, today you shall not pass. Yeah, I'm going to create a big old story that my grandchildren will love me telling over and over again when I kept Barcelona out nearly single-handedly. It was great. I like the thought of Grandad Carlos. <laughs> um, uh, well, yeah, but Madrid, they, they are top um, with 30 points, four above Barcelona, I believe, yeah. Take that, you silly little Barcelona mugs. 
See you in the last 16 of the Champions League, you cowards. <laughs> Bayern. Bayern, Arsenal, oh, right. will get, oh, yeah. good point. Then we'll finish we'll second see. behind Atleti. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll slay Bayern and then we'll have Barca. Indeed, yeah, it should be fine. Uh, let's move on to Serie A. There was a Milan derby. Ex-Liverpool mm. man, Souza got a brace. God, yeah, both of these goals were fantastic and Kandreva's goal was a, a decent hat. Kandreva's well. was a glorious Absolutely goal. Absolutely astounding. Um, yeah. yeah, it was just, what, what an atmosphere at the Milan derby. And I know people talk about how it isn't you know the game it once was, mm. but to the fans it is. It, it was mm. insane. That felt I a bit more like it. All of you to watch the, the highlights of it. it was brilliant. That's, yeah. what, that's what a derby should be. That felt a bit more like it though, because Milan mm. are a bit better now. They're, I mean, they're, 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 it's a race for second spot really in yes. Serie A. Juventus have already broken away from the pack, as they will Depressingly. do. Yeah, I know, but um, you know, that, unfortunately, that's the way it's been in, in Serie A for a little while. Uh, Suzo said that if he scored a couple of goals in the Milan derby, he'd walk home. Yeah, why make that promise? It's silly, isn't it? It's I, Twenty-seven I miles. So Twenty-seven miles. They worked out. Yeah, silly. Very, very <laughs> silly. A very poor translation of the um, proclaimers. So. I was, I was, uh, I was, I was reading a, a book about sleep because I've not been sleeping recently. And it's overrated, um, isn't it? It's all right, boring, isn't it? Yeah, mm. just lying down for a bit. No rubbish. Way, no way. Um, and night reading instead. <laughs> what could the problem be? <laughs> <laughs> and this guy was sort of basically saying that he worked for, I think, Manchester City and a couple of other clubs and stuff. And they have um, massive kind of apartment complexes on their training ground, oh, so is, that people can have a little snooze. This is Milan, isn't it? Well. Mil- uh, well, all the big, all the big clubs, yeah. basically. Real's definitely got it. Manchester City's got it as well. All the big ones. So yeah, yeah have a little snooze. Oh wow, that's lovely. Do you remember Michael Essien claimed he slept for about fourteen hours a day? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Usain Bolt does twelve or thirteen. Yeah, my goodness. Wow. Mind you, though, this is it's a shame for Ronaldinho because if he was still playing, because there was that story not that long ago where one of his former PSG teammates said mm. that Ronaldinho would like, often just come in on the Friday just before the game, because he'd be out having a, a bit of a booze up. and then he would, entire week. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And then he would come in on the Friday, um, walk straight in with his sunglasses on, go to the treatment room, lie down on one of the uh, like the physio beds and just have a little kip. <laughs> the consummate professional. <laughs> really, they I imagine he went on to be the best player in the world. I imagine he sort of put his head through one of his little holes, <laughs> vomited <laughs> yeah. for about three minutes, just get it all out. It's Lovely. Hand me a cocktail with a straw underneath <laughs> it. <laughs> the week's excesses. <laughs> it's a weirdly contradictory thing, isn't it, that you hear stories about that, and it actually makes you think, I don't know if we appreciated quite how good he was. <laughs> <laughs> he was able to do that. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's the, 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 the funny one is with um, when people talk about some of, uh, you know, the African players, are they as old as they say they are? Sometimes they're more advanced in years, and we've mm. heard many stories about certain players. And you think to yourself... Certain like, countries, I think it's fair to say, are Nigeria's a big, big one, isn't yeah, it? it is, yeah, it is. Um, I think to myself, you know, if, 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 you know, certain, you know, this player or that player was playing at the top flight in Europe, like in Serie A at the age of 40. <laughs> Come out with it. I was well old. Yeah, yeah I was <laughs> playing the Premier League at 42. Magnificent. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> you know, I scored a winning goal in an FA Cup fight. No, come on, getting too specific there. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, speaking, of, uh, speaking of age, <laughs> um, the big story from the Juventus win against Pescara, 3-0 at home, was that uh, 16-year-old Moyes Keane came off the bench. I think it's pronounced Moyes, I'm sure. Well, maybe um, that'll be corrected in, 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 uh, in weeks to come. But in the edit, just say Moyes that. 
Yeah, we'll put it in. Moise. Moise Keane. Moise. Moise. Keane. Go for Moise. Keane-o. His surname's Keane. He came off the bench um, to become the first Serie A player born this century. Disgusting. The first player. Disgusting. The first player. It happens, Peter. It's 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 the the passing passing of time, Peter. You can't be angry at the passing of time. That's right. Even Bieber's getting older, mate. (laughs) Um, The first player born in the 21st century to feature in the football league was, of course, Berry striker Callum Styles. Well, it sounds like he should be in one direction. Mm. They said that um, Keane... He's probably named after bloody Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Keane uh, Catherbeach. Apparently, he's the new Mario Balotelli. He wore one of the T-shirts saying, uh, why always me? Did he? At one point. That's he's not even old enough to buy fireworks. In, is he not? No, not at 16. You cannot have about fireworks at 16, are you? Well, we haven't checked the laws in Italy, have we? <laughs> True. True enough. You buy ninja stars on school on <laughs> school on this, aren't you? <laughs> on scooters. On the continent. <laughs> uh, uh, to the Bundesliga. Dortmund won by nil. Hey! Mm. There you go. Mario Goethe got an assist. That must have been pleasing. Indeed. Um, Bamian got got the goal behind second in the league after 11 matches what the hell is Ancelotti playing <laughs> it's good it's good a bit of shouldn't competition he, in the Bundesliga shouldn't he have wrapped it up by now well you'd think yeah maybe he's, uh, maybe he's just trying to make it you know competitive maybe they're all on the Ronaldinho diet indeed oh man um, the, the reason why they're, they're second is because Red Bull Leipzig are top Set a new record, becoming the first promoted side to go unbeaten in the first 11 league matches amazing. of the season Leicester yeah, yeah imagine uh, if they did that <laughs> to Leicester the, and yeah, this but, became normal the, indeed um, and Newcastle then did it the following season I do think that I do think that you were talking about the players that have um, you know just made their impact uh, impact as substitutes or have just, they've scored on their debut that they've had for Spurs and stuff I do sort of think that unknown quantities are the most powerful force in football look at Vardy last season compared yeah. to this season look well, at, but that used to be look at Grant Holt a few seasons ago <laughs> Ricky Lambert <laughs> look at Ricky Lambert I'm not sure your examples mm. are holding your example up that well <laughs> yeah Grant Holt <laughs> Yeah, he's do the one that I remember sort of doing very well the first season. They're not doing quite so well after that. So do people? Do Barcelona have some sort of Men in Black mind erasing thing? But so we do. When they see Lionel Messi, they go, oh, "Dum, there you go." You, you, yeah, who's but this we, guy up front? But we tell ourselves we, every single time we sort of go, "Oh, you know, this is professional football. We should know about these players," but they clearly don't. Yeah, but that was that's one of the things uh, years and years ago about international football and also European. Uh, European Cups or even mm. early days of the Champions League because mm. you didn't have the resources that you do mm. now you, teams would turn up and they were playing these weird and wonderful styles which was uh, which people would think oh blimey they're, are they playing three at the back mental you know we, also, weird and wonderful Cup. styles was Callum Styles' uh, <laughs> mum and dad <laughs> <laughs> superheroes um, yeah the World Cup was great for that wasn't it Indeed. just discovering new players it oh. was but Leipzig though they're very unpopular in Germany of course well, they're, they're seen as nouveau riche. Well, right. it's because... They have some money behind them, don't it, they? Well, it's because of the money, but Hoffenheim have a lot of money. Now, they're, to be fair, they're not that popular as well. Um, Hoffenheim and Leipzig, the only two unbeaten sides still in, in the Bundesliga, but Red Bull Leipzig, because they're seen as massively commercial because of the Red Bull connection yeah. there, they've got an awful lot of money. They've flown up the leagues in a quick period of time, so they don't have much history. And in Germany, that's... I mean, to be honest, that scene is pretty... A little bit bad in, in England, but more so in Germany. They're a bit yeah. more... Um, yeah, I imagine they're really proud of their history, aren't they? Yeah. Come on. What? <laughs> We're talking about football, you <laughs> monster. Um, anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> um, but also, as well, the, the fans don't have much of a say in how the club is run. The 50 plus right, one rule. Yeah, so that's, that's yeah. a big, big thing in general. That, I think that's the main one. Okay, so the fact that, is, well, it's, it's dangerous then in a sense, isn't yeah. it? Because it could mean that um, the Bundesliga goes the way of all the other leagues. And exactly. it's really, really well run over there. Mm. It, here's a little uh, pub quiz hot shots uh, moment for you. Okay. Uh, in what year did, uh, did the Bundesliga come to be and, and therefore when did 
football become professional in Germany? 1946. <laughs> no? No, I don't know. Uh, oh, I don't know. I bet it was quite... I bet it was late in the day. You know what? I bet it was late in the day as well. Uh, I'll go for 1950. I'm going to go for 19... Oh, God, you know what? No, because maybe it was separate as well. Hurry up, mate. Just have a guess. Sorry. Uh, Oh, 83. 1963. Oh, only been professional since 1963. They'd won the World Cup before they had an officially professional league. 83 is mad, isn't it? Sorry, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) That's proper mad. 63 is crazy. They were professional when we beat them. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't work out for them, did it, though, Jim? (laughs) Who had the last laugh? (laughs) 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 That's right. Is extraordinary, yeah. incredible. Jaime O'Reilly. Well, they they certainly took to it, didn't they? But yeah, they're pretty good at it. Yeah, well, they're good before, as you say. They won the mm. the World Cup. Um, what else have we got? Oh yes, it's time for the highlights of the week with Jim Campbell. Woo! Hey, hey everybody! I've got some highlights. Yeah, we've already done the one about uh, Peterborough, so I'll just ignore that and go Sorry. straight. That's all right. It was worth it. Got um, excited. Yeah, but it's fair enough. I'll go to Christopher Brace, who says uh, finally took advantage of the free trial for the audiobook. Loving it. That's how you're going to get on here, Christopher. Oh, yeah. I think so. so yep. Yeah, so do go and do that. Then there's Mark Ridley. He says simply. Southern League, Histon 4, Fleet 5. Histon ended up with 7 players and Fleet 9 players. Yes! That's, that's what it's about. Get yourself down the Southern League. Yeah, get yourself <laughs> sent off down the Southern League. Yeah. Uh, this is from Scott Somerville. He says, uh, Ray Wilkins suggesting that England sh- should have uh, taken Andy Carroll to Euro 2016. What? Uh, he then adds, oh, and John Hartson criticising Oliver Burke for choosing a Red Bull Leipzig over Burnley, West Brom or Sunderland. Top of the Bundesliga. Come, come on. Come on, John. <laughs> Top of the and probably on good wages because they've got a lot of money behind them. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> I thought when you you said John Hartson. I thought you said England should have taken Carroll and John Hartson. Yeah, I, yeah, John Hartson. Hartson. I would have had that. That's a strike force. Yeah, quite. Yeah. Hams. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they could have taken some of Hartson's to repair Carroll's. Yeah. That, yeah. Would, have, that would have worked. Mm. So, uh, Dara Whiting says, um, Tim Sherwood ruining my 10-team Aki I put on before going to the cinema mm. instead of listening to the ramble. Hashtag forgot he was at Swindon. Um, yeah, that like, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, go on, Jim. Uh, last one, finally, it's from Kieran. Finding out that the definition of the word literally was changed in a dictionary a few mm. years ago to include used for emphasis while not being literally true and realising that Jamie Redknapp has been mugging everyone right off. Mm. Only so, yeah. for recent times, though, surely. Yeah, yeah. No, I think his... Uh, yeah. His literally's only became professional yeah, a year I think ago. He's, he's probably... Uh, probably one of the biggest culprits in making that change happen. I'd say so, so yeah. So the word now also means the opposite of itself, in a way. Well, he's got, uh, he's got the Oxford Dictionary's ear, I hear. <laughs> I he's always you, on at them. I think if you explained that whole literal scenario to Redknapp, he, he would just stare back at you and go, yeah. I literally don't understand. Uh, yeah, well, he wouldn't say anything, and then a, a trickle of blood would just come out of his ear. Oh, dear, what an image. Um, in, oh, this is my highlight. In Denmark, the um, Michelin goalkeeper gave away an indirect free kick in his box after catching the ball from his own goal kick. I saw that, because the it wind was, blew it, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, he, he did a goal kick, like, full-on boot. <laughs> the wind blew it all the way back to him, and he was a bit like... Oh, this is weird. Caught the ball, <laughs> thinking, I must have another go at this. And the referee's like, you can't do that. You got- Surely you can. You can't, that's the rules. I mean, what I, would, what I would say, it was such a weird thing, I bet the ref just went, that's got to be wrong. Well, I that's got to be illegal. To be fair, I haven't checked the rules, but that, I'm, I'm going on what the referee is. Did, he give, did he give the wind a yellow card? Maybe. Naughty. I, I, yeah, I, but then blew stop the card it. away. I'll send you off. Yeah. Unsolicited interference, wind. <laughs> <laughs> but then it does, it does beg the question that if the goalkeeper, and this is a bit more, 
more, I suppose, rugby union than football. But if the goalkeeper whacked the ball up mm. the field, in, you know, took a goal kick or something. No, no, specifically a goal kick, and then ran after it. As I say, like you know, in rugby, when someone boots the ball up the field, and right. they have to be the first one to go and get it. That's that's the rules in in rugby. Um, if the keeper then ran on to the end of his goal kick and, edited and then it scored, <laughs> then it wouldn't be allowed because. Or maybe it's something to do with the bot. I don't know. Do your own research. I'm happy with what I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It'll never, that situation or scenario will never happen. Um, He's literally dumbstruck. Indeed. We've got to go. Got any, to go, guys. Peter, any highlights? Um, well, that was a pretty good one, I yeah, think. You enjoyed reading your own fine chapters in the Football Ramble book, of course, which is available everywhere. Well, I spoke about uh, Ronaldo, original Ronaldo, quite a lot, and the new Ronaldo. Yeah. But mainly the original Ronaldo, what because about, he is my favourite footballer. What about almost. Ronaldo Vieira? For Leeds, no, who couldn't score against Newcastle? Not him, not him. Okay, mm. but yes, of course, as uh, Rolando Aaron's, he's injured. There we are. One, uh, one very happy and uh, honourable listener said that he downloaded our audiobook from audible.co.uk forward slash football ramble. Mm. Would he have paid for that, Marcus? Certainly not, Jim. No, he wouldn't. Would he? But he, would he have been then uh, obliged? To stick around Audible, even if he didn't want to, he just wanted the ramble book, and he just w- wanted to then get out of his of his signing up process scot free. I mean, would he have been able to do that? He would have been able to do that. He would not be obliged to stick around. It's crime of the century. My goodness, get yourselves over there, people. Yeah. Audible.co.uk forward slash football ramble. Any more for any more? All good. Lovely. All good. So happy, good. happy, happy. It's been a pleasure talking to you, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back at the end of the week for the preview show. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Peter. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye from me. Let's have the music then.